Hi there, and welcome to the 267 podcast. I'm here with Mike, the director of 267. Yeah! And I'm here, the intern of 267. Yeah! And here, just to add to the mix, we've got Catherine, yeah. also an employee of 267. <laughs> and last, but definitely not least, we have Alex Stoney, the here-for-work yeah. yeah. experience, and yeah. also to bring joy to our lives. Yes. I'm your resident vlogger. Yeah, resident millennial. Well, I'm intrigued by the word vlogger. Video blog. No, I know what it means. <laughs> <laughs> intrigued, but it's, like, it's a funny. Can we just, whatever you do, then, can you just make up a word that's not an actual word you know what for what you do? Hot mess. Hot mess. Well, thanks for that fun fact. That's going to make Ben's editing of the podcast much easier. Yeah, great. So, we're going to ask Catherine uh, the question that we ask all our guests. Can you please describe Mike in three words? And Mike, can you describe Catherine in three words? No, I can't. It's just too many words to describe Catherine. <laughs> um, Catherine is... Mike is... Oh, hang on. Um, um, I like how on the last one we recorded it was... Ener- oh, no, you go first. Energetic. You go first. Energetic. Energetic. Um, passionate. Ooh. And fashionable. I would say, Mike, unique, inspiring. Oh, bless you. And edgy. Edgy, I'll take edgy because it's going to go with stylish and what was the other one you called me? Intelligent. Yeah. That makes you sound like a vlogger. All those words? (laughs) Yeah. So in 48 years, I've never been called any of those words. (laughs) No. This, oh, this is the main use if of the I podcast. If I die tomorrow, I'm a happy man. You've just got an ego boost from this. Oh, That's why we do this. Eco boost. Ego. Oh, ego. Sorry, <laughs> being a bit... You're not a vegetarian. Yeah. <laughs> oh, don't talk about the vegetarians now. Great. Anyway, let's get going before we start a war on vegetarians. Uh, that would room. be fun. Today, we're going to chat a bit with Catherine about yeah. her new conference that we've mentioned before called the Refueled Conference. Do you want to just quickly tell us what it is before we start chatting about it. Um, so Refueled is a day in March about inspiring young leaders and about encouraging encouraging them to lead in the church. What day? It's Saturday the 30th of March uh, 2019 and it runs from 9am till 730 And where can people book on? They can book on Eventbrite which Ben will link it, yeah. somewhere in the podcast. Yep, I don't know um, where this is getting uploaded, but it will be linked. Uh, or you can just go refueled.eventbike.com. Yeah. .co.uk. All that. <laughs> and yeah, it would be great to know if you're coming. Great. And I bet it's expensive because you've got loads of people, loads of no, food. No, it's absolutely free, which is lit. Wow, what a natural conversation <laughs> we're having. And <laughs> it's happening at St. George's <laughs> School in Harpenden. Great. Thanks. Now we've done the plugging, we can get to the real conversation which is why are you running it well why did you have the idea to run it and so, what did you say to mike to get him to let you run it that's an excellent yeah. question so i first thought this idea about last year when i was asked to preach at fuel uh it was my first time preaching and i had no idea what to do and i looked on the internet and there was nothing really out there for young people on preaching so i First of all, I was like, how long do I make the preach? You know, where do I find this information? How much of the Bible do I use? Just all these questions that no one had really ever ever answered. 
so the basis of the conference kind of started from that and then I think I set up a meeting with you and we had burgers and I basically just said a lot of the idea and then we kind of just spun it from there and we both agreed that it was quite worthy of of our ministry. And why, why are you excited about it? Because you are really excited about it. I am really excited why? because we just, we've involved a lot of people from our TC7 community and it's just, we've picked loads of passionate people who are so passionate yeah. about young people and you can just hear it from them and just, I'm just very excited for their talks and it's going to be so good. It's going to be a great day. Cool. I'm going to flip this question to Mike, which is... Why, when Kathleen came to you with the idea, did you go, cool, I've got to be on board with this one, have some money? I th- <laughs> yeah, I think there's a lot of things that Catherine says and you just have to do. <laughs> I think generally like, so fear is the main thing, isn't it? Fear was my driving goal. Um, it's one of those things that so we set it up. So I said, Catherine, if you're going to work for us as an events coordinator, you've got to run something from conception to delivery so something that we currently don't do this was not what i thought she might do so i was really chuffed that it was something completely different that wasn't even really thinking about but it really fitted with what we love talking about into seven what we're about which is actually and alex mentioned it in the other podcast was actually the the church isn't the adults and then the youth group the church is god's church the whole family every age every gamut and I think one of the, the sort of struggles that I've had of late is seeing so many churches where it's all been compartmentalized so you have a kids group you have a crash yeah and we're not together enough as a whole church and so when she said actually let's let's get a bunch of people together that can release gifts like again we talked to Alex so that they can serve the church as young leaders and as also Alex said which is why this worked so well it isn't just about the visual things Catherine's had a whole bunch of seminars set up for this event where you're releasing people not to be visual leaders as in worshippers and preachers but to the people who choose to go first I think a real leadership skill is to say I'm going to go first I'm going to do this because it's right to do it and then if we can start allowing those young people to be free to do that in our churches not just on Sunday morning, but in our churches. You know, how great. I spoke to someone yesterday who's taken two people to a conference who are 16 and 17, and one of them's on the PCC, and one of them's a worship leader. And I thought, that's great to take them away on a conference because they're, they're going to come back and they're going to have an opportunity to serve. Uh, I wonder whether that's quite a rare thing, though. And so, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be... I can't wait. I really want, I hope people sort of buy into it as much as we are because I think it could really significantly change the face of how churches do do particularly do Sunday active worships but also include people, you know. And we're not only kind of getting in with the young people with the day, but also Mike's gonna do some work with the church leaders and letting them break down the barriers and almost just pushing them into the church and letting them do stuff. Because I think there is an issue with our church leaders being like, oh, youth. Scary. Um, <laughs> as Alex. And I, well. As Alex said, and I think it that needs to be worked on. Because otherwise our young people have no hope. Yeah, I think the, break it down. the main moral we're learning from this is if you need to know why this is a good idea, go back and listen to the podcast with Alex on. Yeah. Because yeah. we're just constantly quoting you now. Yeah. And not wanting, <laughs> and not wanting to sort of just bash adults mm. I think 
obviously as an adult, one of the things that I think has to happen as well is we need to figure out how to make it easier for young people to be at home in church. But that mm-hmm. means adults need to be willing to include and talk to young people, but also young people need to be willing not just to stay in their young people groups. Mm-hmm. And so actually, it is quite hard for a young person to go up to an, an adult they don't know and start a conversation. In smaller churches, you know, it's a little bit easier because everyone knows each other. But if your church is sort of over 100, you know, it is weird to go up to an adult and say, hi, I'm Alex, I'm in the youth group. So we need to create opportunities and environments where that's not weird because we're all related. And I, I think then you get adults that are behind it because young people need to get out of their comfort zones in the same way adults need to get out of theirs. And church leaders need to model it, you know, it's, and one of the ways they can model it is by getting young people in roles right across the board, you know, whether that's leading preaching, planning events, PCC, church council, hospitality, welcome. You know, some of the young, some of the young people I know are the best welcomers to make people feel at home like they've ever seen, you know. Yeah, great. This is Ben coming to you about two weeks after we recorded this podcast after which we have changed the entire schedule for Refueled. So the five-minute segment that was meant to go right here is now completely irrelevant. Yay! So instead, me and Catherine are now going to talk through it with you really quickly now, and then we'll get back to talking with Mike and Alex, and also Catherine. So we're still going to have our morning session and our evening worship sessions with two talks now, hopefully. Uh, as a bit of a bite and a bit of a send you off for the day which will be pretty good Um, we're going to have our worship seminar and our working with young people seminars in the morning as well as prayer and preaching from Hayley and Mike and then in the afternoon we're going to have a fighting for a cause seminar by Chuma from Tear Fund uh, joint with sharing my faith in school by Jeremy and Helena from Step and then the later of the sessions we're going to have a one from James Manning about how do we put God back um, on his throne in our lives. And it's about idolising worship and then listening to when God says no by Naomi Allen. And they're all going to be pretty cool. Wow, what a fun and informative day that sounds like. <laughs> Loving your views, Evan. I sure can't wait to go myself. I think everyone listening should get tickets right now. Woo! Before going back and listening to the next bit of the podcast where we'll be rejoined by Mike and Alex. Thanks. So, jumping forward six months after the conference, what what would be a win for you? What would what would it have done? Um, it would just encourage more people to get involved in their churches, but also to stay in their churches because I think a lot of our young people will just follow where other young people go without. And for instance, I know sorry Ben that in our young in our church we were like there is no way that we can stay here it's just not for us there's nothing we can do to help me and Catherine were the entire youth group and the kids <laughs> yes we <were> both. <laughs> um so we we now go to a lovely church in Dorbins but for people to stay in their church and actually to have faith in it that they can be used in their church that would be the key and also to be allowed to help in their church mm. That would be amazing. So can I can I be then a little bit challenged as well? So we've got to move as adults, but Alex is a younger than Catherine and Ben. How do we encourage the young people to go to church as well as youth group? Now I know there's a big 
That's a big ask because 10 o'clock in the morning, Sunday morning, you might not want to do that. But also, you know, evening. Wow, we've all got lots of commitments in this part of the world, and we we need to pick. But I think one of the things I'd love to say to youth groups is have a great youth group. That's really important. But actually, being in church, actually, that is the way you can really affect change. How how, what, how do we encourage, nudge, bribe? Hmm. Blackmail. Blackmail <laughs> town. You know, what, what, is the, what is the par forward to say to get them in a, a Sunday morning act of worship or Sunday evening before you through? Definitely among teenagers, Sunday evening is yeah. like what we're going to go to. Yeah. Because yeah. it's just naturally what we're more inclined to. Because in your church, it's just before your youth group, isn't it? So, yeah. 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 Um, I think it's more the atmosphere. Because I okay. think we're like. The youth are already getting more involved in in worship and preaching, but um, yeah, there's it's very much a British atmosphere of right. like a bit too polite. So ev- everyone doesn't sit very close to each other. Right. Um, we're all scattered over the church. Worship is very very quiet. Right. So I think yeah, the atmosphere needs to be changed and I think we're definitely going through a season especially in my youth group we're going through a season of like big big change and I feel like everyone is starting to I don't know like start putting forward ideas a bit more so yeah I'm starting to see loads and loads of my friends like stepping up and being like I want to change this and they'll talk to members of like higher up in the church like church wardens and, and the vicar wow. about changing stuff and Brilliant. obviously it's yet to be put in practice but I think it's just it's a start, start. Yeah, yeah yeah like yeah. so do you want to hear I've got a pet peeve at the moment mm. and it's not a young people it's adults so I've been to preach to work two churches recently and my own church does this the front two rows are empty mm. and do you know why it frustrates me because if you go to a gig Everyone's fighting yeah. to be in the front row. I remember, showing my age now, I fought to be in the pit at Bon Jovi at Wembley Stadium. That's awful. <laughs> bon Jovi's not awful. Bon Jovi. Man, I'll tell you now. But I remember but the pit was, it was it was where life was. You know, you knew, yeah. it, you were almost anticipation. And then, or even at a football game, you know, you want to be, you want to be on the sideline. And I'm, I'd love to know how do we, cre- it's probably atmosphere, like you said, so that actually I'm, I'm going to be here anticipatory, in anticipation, but you know, I want to be here, I want to be front row, I'm expectant. How do, does that just never happen in church or? I had a brainwave about this. Hit me with it. So, I think we just remove the first few rows and put in like bean bags because I remember Joe Moody came over recently um, and there were no chairs or there were chairs just around the edge like one row right. um, in a semicircle for like old people to sit on but otherwise everyone else sat on beanbags on the floor and then we were moving about and so many more people were like dancing and running around and, and chatting and it instantly changed that idea of like hostility and being Quite restricted right. I do like the moving around I've, I, even though I'm not massively expressing worship the idea of getting up and just going for a bit of a walk is to have a freedom. I think it's creating that space that's free, isn't it? I've just noticed like the front row is empty in places, and I just want to know 
It's sort of annoys me a little bit. There's um I think I wrote this on a blog once of a lot of people attend church as if they're gonna take a register at the start. Like, you know yeah, You know, I've got to get my attendance in for church. I don't really feel like going this week, but you know, if I don't go, people will notice and then I'll be in trouble. And I think there seems to be that attitude just generally across the church. And what we're saying is like, we really want people to be going and saying, actually, I'm going to beat everyone else to church. I'm going to be yeah. there at the front. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I want to be the person who's right there at the front. I'm going to get there 10 minutes early rather than scrape in on time just so everyone knows I'm here. And that will have a that will snowball, won't it? I think it's the sort of thing is if you get a bunch of people doing it. So there you are. If you're listening to this podcast Sunday morning, get there early, front row. I'll tell you what, it's a general encouragement. It'll encourage whoever's leading or preaching. Because there's nothing worse as somebody preaches a bit to look out and the first person you're seeing is three rows back. It it's it is a bit weird. Whereas if someone's the front row almost leaning forward with that expectancy, that's an encouragement because we're meeting God for Pete's sake. Why are we, why are we not leaning forward, going, okay, I'm here, ready for it, bring it on. Well, great. I think that is a great point to end on. Do you want to plug for your event one more time? What's Our event. Again? So, 30th of March, 2019, from nine to 7:30 p.m. Get tickets on Eventbrite, all free, and it'll be great to see you. It's going to change the face of the church. And there's free food. And free food and pizza man. Woo. Cool. Mike, do you want to play us out with our classic jingle? And is Alex going to beatbox again? What's Catherine doing? Oh, what am I doing? Baseline. 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 Harmony. Catherine doesn't know what baseline is. Yeah, what's a baseline? Dum, dum. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's two six seven. We're, 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 we're not ready, we're not ready. Oh, not ready. come on. I like start. start first so you know, like, the <coughs> beat. Okay. Beat. A wimble a wimble a wimble a wimble a wimble It's a 267 podcast. That didn't work as well at all. It's a 267 podcast in the afternoon. Doom. Doom. That's awful. Doom. Okay. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening.